0: Um, What's on the
1: docket first?
0: welcome to politics as usual, episode 21. Uh, we finally have a full house. Um, after uh teasing this shit uh for a couple weeks, this Negro finally went and got a microphone. Um, so I i am AJ with me is Ronnie. Also with us uh for the first time as a, a full time host is my brother feet Um why won't you go ahead and uh tell the people a little bit of uh, well, at least what you want them to know about you. Um, since you've been on here, but
2: normally you've just been a commentator. Um, I really don't know what to say. Um, <laughs> a registered nurse. Um, man, I, I guess the more the more we talk, the more you'll you'll get to know me. As we hit on different topics, you'll get to see my point of view. It differs from my brothers on some stuff, but it's the same. On certain things as well, so you'll see why we're brothers, but at the same time, you will see how different we are.
0: I, I um I, I brought this up on on the Four hour Show first episode with Joe Cole when I talked about um like why I love growing up and where we grew up because we got hit with everything. Like we we was listening to everything growing up, and like the the music that we listened to was like a, a clear example to that. Like in the nineties, he was listening to Outkast, um like I wasn't. But you know, that like he he we we heard all different sounds of music coming up. It's just that we gravitated towards different stuff. So
1: that um, explains everything that's wrong with you, the fact that you weren't listening to OutKast, but that's a story for another time. <laughs> I was
0: like, I like it. I didn't know nothing about what OutKast was talking about, man. What? <laughs>
1: Dude,
0: I like I like the elevators. Like I knew that shit was hard, but
1: Southern player Lisa came out when I was like four years old. That is not an excuse.
0: I'm look, I, the, the point that I'm making is he was listening to all I was I wasn't really like I rapped, but I wasn't really like heavy into music back then. Like I just listened to what everybody else around me was into. Like I think I probably like the first album I was heavy into was uh the Marshall Mathers LP, uh the year we lived with our dad. Like we was like that, uh 2001 and uh and then there was X. It was like the three albums that I was constantly listening to, and then like because we shared a room and uh like I would I would play my albums and then he turned around and play the stuff that he was listening to. So
2: the you crazy know. thing is the only reason I was listening to Outkast is because at the time Nelly was my favorite rapper, which I know oh, I catch man. a lot of slack from, yeah. But <laughs> so at school when people <laughs> were like Nelly, your favorite rapper? They're like, man, you like that? You like that happy rap? You like that trash happy rap? And I was hey, like, man, hey, what y'all listen to? It was, like, is hey, is it was ne- this
1: is was not a Nelly. This is not a Nelly fan
2: recording.
0: So it was like a Nelly fan. Country Grammar got some dope album cuts.
1: So so I asked AJ, so I'm gonna ask you, did you own um sweat and suit?
2: Yeah, I was a like I was a diehard oh Nelly God. fan. Like I'm not oh, no, like, like have, I bought have, I bought know, everything locale, like <laughs> like to the headband with the do rag, like everything but the band. Okay, I'm down like, to the socks. like you you couldn't tell me nothing about Natalie. And but like once he started getting whack, like I just stopped listening Start to him like, he just got weird. terrible.
0: Hey, come on, man! You can't you you gotta admit, Country Grammar was fire, and the Saint Louis Six album was fire. Ron, go back and listen to them. Go back. Ne-
2: Nelly- to them. Nellyville was Nellieville was a thumbs down. I mean, I still listened to it because that was just my dude. Nellyville was. was I can admit that it don't have that many tracks on it. Sweat had some decent songs, and Soup had a uh, quite a few decent songs too. But after that,
1: so nah, we man, have nah, the, nah, for, the foremost Nelly scholar on the on the podcast. Look, that's right why. Would, that's why
0: when that when that uh, when when the <laughs> versus thing came out, I was like, "Well, shit, I." When when he was driving before I could drive like that, all this nigga was listening to was, was Nelly. So I heard all the Nelly
2: records. If he picked the right tracks, he would have had a he would have had a fighting chance ahead. hell. Well, he got his boots smoked off with them dumbass tracks he was playing. Oh yeah,
1: he he, he went stupid there. Like I like I, I don't mess with Nelly, but I do admit like like do you not recognize what you have in your own arsenal? Why are you playing these songs? Like the the songs he chose, I was like, nah, you no match for Luda with what he had.
0: Like, I think he left like, no it, left Midwest Wing on the table. He left like a mm-hmm. couple of the lunatics' joints on the table. Like, there, there's some like dope stuff I
1: there. am number one. Yeah, yeah. This man was on Rock the like, Mic remix. Like, he was,
2: yeah, he did play that. Yeah, he, he but it, it was plenty of other songs, plenty of other things that he could have played. But once he started going a feature route. And that's what I was telling AJ before we when we were talking about the verse. I said if he go to features, Luda gonna smoke his boots yeah, off because Luda, Luda, Luda has way too many up. features. Like you can't even he can do 20, probably 20, 20, songs versus just off of features that would kill that would kill Nelly's so
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean like he ain't even he ain't even played B I B I during the official like and and that's like that's like one of his best verses.
1: Luda, Luda, Luda could have won if yeah, Luda yeah.
0: Won if he played the Madden two thousand theme song.
1: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: But um, all right. So we we we, we gonna talk about a couple things uh today. Like what where do you, you think we should start with? We going with, 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 with
1: I mean, we talking already about? talking about um about back in the day how people would be like, oh, now okay, they're so sorry. dope. He'd he be spinning, but he don't. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I, I see the I see the headline. Dude. All right. So I asked a question earlier on my Twitter, which people thought I was hating, but I was genuinely curious. Um, I asked because I see people constantly talk about like yo, Lil Baby be spitting, like that nigga can rap, like he the best rapper out right now. And I was like, Okay, so are y'all saying this? Because I see a lot of people saying it, like a lot of people. Normally, when a few people say it, I'm like, all right, y'all niggas, but I see a lot of people saying it. So I was like, okay, yo, are y'all saying this like in the sense of This nigga can really rap, or are you saying I like the way he raps? Because those are two different things that a a lot of times what people say. So, you know, my brother hit me to some songs I'm going to listen to. I'm going to just
2: say a little bit. That's my favorite album out right now. I probably listen to it every day. And like content wise, he's not there yet to be like an upper echelon rapper, but you have. Peaks of that content on songs like Catch the Sun, same thing, Emotionally Scarred. Like you see where he can get in that lane. And I think people say he really be splitting because he stuffs a lot of words together. He's a rapid fire rapper. Like he puts a lot of words into his bar. So you really have to go back to listen to everything he's saying, to catch everything he's saying. Now musically, like a lot of people have Gunner over him. I personally think Gunner is trash. Gunner is one of the I worst. i in trying to
1: his right now, and I will. <laughs> Gunner is terrible, man. Gunner is horrible. Like, I don't I know mean, how people. He play. is the worst dresser I've ever seen. Like you have, like you I, have I so much you money, but you're still low baby. But... <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's really no comparison. Like low baby, he to me, he's a good rapper. Like it's just it'll be. It'll be his substance. Like he has multis, he has a good flow, he has a good delivery. It'll just be the content of his music will help him, will elevate him into where more people like more hip hop heads are listening to him.
0: Now I listened to that bigger picture joint. And I was like, okay, for for him being the younger dude, like he's saying some real shit. Like he was saying some gems. But like Mm -hmm. at the same time, I was listening to it. Like, okay, there's a ways to go before. I start and, and and what drew me to this and, and, and as Ron said the, the Nelly joint was kind of a good segue. Like back in the day, niggas told you why they like songs. Like niggas would be like, Yo, you heard that new that shit slap. which means like yo, the production's hard, the music is good, that should have passed the car test. If if a nigga came to you and like 0405, was like yo, that nigga spitting, you was listening to it for the bars. I think what's happened is is now people take so much ownership over the artists that they like. That they have Mm -hmm. to like try to make them sound better than what they are instead of saying, like, yo, I really like this nigga music. Like, you should listen to it. It's good music. Like, I think, I think, I like like the
2: music.
1: Yeah, I think what it is is that people have distinct lanes that they like listening to. And and I think Little Baby right now is at the peak of a particular lane. That means like people have the blinders on and they're not entertaining. Anything outside of that, because we had this conversation previously, like you can't look at, you know, rap, the current rap game in a vacuum. Like there are different subgenres of rap, but people ignore everything else. And be like, OK, since I like this particular type of rap, like he's better than this type of rapper who raps this way. So little baby is right now. I can say he's the best at the type of music he's putting out. But at the same time, he's no better than, you know, and I can pull like 10 names out. But at, at, at what he's doing, he is the best right now. But I do think people need to have like more nuance when they talk about. Yeah, yeah. yeah like this. I I like this rapper because of this. Like,
2: you yeah. know. Like, I I, I, think... Like, I think. all the Go ahead. Oh, no. All the rappers on the radio, I think he's the best. Like Roddy Rich, Lil Baby, like Rod Wave, Polo G, Lil TJ. I think Lil Baby. He's the closest one to a hip-hop artist, and I think he makes the best music out of all of those dudes because he has a, a wider variety of topics that he covers in his music.
0: I can see that. Like, Well, funny enough, every time I hear Rod Wave's name, I just think of that clip of that nigga saying, I can't breathe, <laughs> so I can't listen to that nigga. You Wait, who,
1: who is Rod Wave?
0: You ever see that video of that big dude, that he's sitting there with the headphones on, he's like, because I can't breathe. No, I have it. Oh, I feel I feel. feel Right way. He's
2: another. Um, I I like his music as well because he he sings to me more than he raps. But he sings about um, like heartbreak, not trusting people, typical hood nigga shit. But he's not rapping about it. He's singing. Like he got an album he dropped last year, Ghetto Gospel, that I thought was really really good. But it's just because of him singing. He's feel, up and coming dude.
1: I feel so old right now. I'm the youngest one here. I swear, like because when you're naming <laughs> up those rappers, I was like, who, I was like, who is Polo G and Rod Wave? I've like never oh, I, heard I, have no,
2: I have no so idea. I, I watch is. a lot of Twitch streams on 2K, and these are what the younger audience requesting in these streams. So I hear the music, and if I hear a song I like, then I go check out an album and listen to it. So
0: and he also loves anyone who's talking about savage shit. So
1: well, yeah, yeah.
0: Well who, who who that dude
1: We're talking you, about nothing like
0: who that dude that you that that dropped that savage album that you got me to listen to was his name petty or some shit?
2: Oh that who petty? <laughs> yeah, that's my guy right there. <laughs> I
0: was like petty. Like I, I don't know if I a nigga named Petty.
1: Like, like, like a bit of a nose, huh? Like yeah, like, like
0: your name is Petty. But like I think this shit goes back to at least when I started noticing the shit, is when niggas started saying like Kanye watched Jay on Otis. And like I was sitting there going like by, by what metric? Like, cause he said sophisticated ignorance, right? My curses and cursive. Like that, like that sounds cool, but like if you actually look at the line, like that shit ain't that great of a of a bar, but y'all nigga. or oh, actually, you know what? I take it back. We'll go back even further than that. It started with Nikki on Monster.
1: Hmm.
0: It started with Nikki on Monster. When motherfuckers started saying that was one of the greatest rap verses of all time. But can't tell me a bar off that
1: shit. Not a single bar. It's one. It's like and I'm not like.
0: C-Locker?
1: Like not not to sound like a contrarian, but that verse is pretty whack. Actually, like if if Kanye has the best verse on your song, it's something's wrong. Because even Jay's verse is whack. Like it's just it's, it was it was terrible. Like I don't get why people like because I guess she was animated. I guess hey. that's why she likes it. But people likes it. But nah, it's, it was terrible.
0: It's like it's cool if you like it, but. Like growing up, if you said somebody watched
2: somebody on a record, like that meant something. And I'll take it back further. I think it's, I think the state of the rap game is 50 Cent's fault because, oh, yeah,
1: absolutely. after
2: Get Richard Die Trying, like he put out, that was a great album, probably, the, in my opinion, the best debut album ever. But then after that, he started focusing on the numbers so much and about the, and he said it saying things like about people like JD Kiss and Fat Joe and Nas that. Um, if you make music for yourself, you need to keep that shit to yourself. Like he would say things like that, and it would skew the average fan's mind to like, "Are you making this bullshit?" Well, keep that bullshit for yourself. Make shit that we want to listen to, and it from there it just changed the direction of mainstream rap. Yeah, nah.
1: Yeah, that that's a good point because I, I, yeah, I, I think when people are like looking at like songs or verses or even albums, like you like to like you know like I watch a lot of movies, so to think of it. From a movie standpoint, like you have people out there who say Endgame is better than, you know, Infinity War because of the big battle at the end. So people are taking like moments instead of like the entire body of work. So people like might hear like one, like one dope line of a version, but like, oh man, he watched, he watched so and so on this song because of that one line that they like. Or like, like I said, people are not taking the entire body of work into account.
0: Well, yeah, like when I when I was, you know, me and Pat were talking about it because Pat is a Pat is a definitely a grab I don't know the phrase I'm looking for, but he's a die of died in the wool Southern rap fan. Like he cares more about how the music makes him feel. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not arguing about like what people like. I'm talking about the ability to rap in a vacuum, like that can be measured the same way that someone singing a singing ability can be measured. We don't mm-hmm. talk about it a lot. And I was like, I'll give you a prime example of this. Eminem raps really well. I don't want to hear that shit. Exactly. Like, <laughs> that is an example of someone who, from a technique standpoint, checks all the boxes. That shit mm-hmm. is trash in 2020. Well, see, not, But I that.
2: think the average fan doesn't know the technical aspects of rapping. Like, we start talking about multis, right. wordplay, similes. Like, when you start getting into all that, the average fan don't know that. And since music has gone, has shifted to the southern region, and a lot of southern, well, I'm not going to say a lot because a lot of mainstream so sort the of rappers do rap that way but since it's not focused in in, in New York no more where they were so heavy like when, when the source was credible and you getting five mics mean something that now the average fan doesn't know about the technicality or the technical skills of rap so
0: yeah no nah, mm-hmm. and, and that that was kind of the point I was I was trying to get at with Pat like if we like actually educated people on what rap technique was it benefits everybody all around like we shouldn't like, it's okay to say, like, uh, the example I gave him was MCU movies. I know MCU movies are technically horrible. I'm very aware that MCU movies are not very well made. I still enjoy But it, them.
1: it's about the moment, though. Yeah. Exactly.
0: I enjoy them shits. I'm not about to sit up here and argue with you that the shit is better than, than fucking Citizen Kane. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I don't know enough about movies to argue that with somebody like Lee or, or you or Chuck. But, like, I'm not about to sit up here and do that. So I can just say, yo, I like this even though I know it's technically trash. It's, like, artists now. And it kind of goes back to – who was who it that wrote that, that article on the blog about, like, standing? Was it Ryan?
1: No, that was Sky.
0: Sky. Yeah, yeah. Like, when we talk about, like, standing, it's okay. For, like, standing has ruined, like, music in this aspect because you can't even critically talk about somebody to be like, okay, yo, this, this motherfucker can't rap, but I like their shit. It's, like – Every every stand has to like try to argue that their person is the best. And it's like, like, why? I, I I don't know. I don't understand
1: that shit. Here's here's a here's a wild thing. I was on um I was on Sturdy's um show. I was on the barbershop podcast, and um after like um there is a local rapper on that. I won't I won't miss his name, but but he's he's um he's he's a pretty cool dude, but we were just talking music like casually. Um he asked me about the J-Rock album. I was like, I was like, um, it's a good album, but I don't like it. And and then confused him. It's like he was like, wait, he was like, What what does that even mean? I was like, I was like, Yeah, I can acknowledge that something is good, but at the same time say it's not for me. And I think people need to realize just because you like something, that doesn't mean it's good. And just because you dislike it, that doesn't mean it's bad. Everyone has right. their taste. Exactly. So mm-hmm. so yeah, like I mean, like like there are people out there who say reason out is whack. Those people are wrong. Like that's not even a, that's not even an opinion, but I mean people have stuff that they like and you just got to recognize, you know, Hey, this is, this is for me. And I think that's goes, that goes back to the little baby um thing. Like people need to realize like, Hey, this is the lane of rap. I like, and right. you know, yeah.
0: And I'll admit dude makes very good music. Like,
1: hold like, on. Cam. Shout out to Cam. Hold on. You got a question oh, for us. Cam? Yeah.
0: How does KWC feel about the amount of revolutionary tracks being released today? Are these artists trying to capitalize on the current climate of America or are they actually down with the movement? That's a tough question. Yeah, I I would say you judge it by what they're actually doing out here.
2: I mean, I don't I don't think it's no different than than people who, like, put out shirts and merchandise trying to capitalize. Like, I'm not going to knock an artist for. Putting in the words how they may feel about the situation, and at the same time getting paid off of it. Because I mean,
0: I mean, they ne- re-
2: they may, they may not release. be necessarily represent. Huh?
0: Art is a release at the end of the day.
2: Yeah, so I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just not going. I'm not, not going for it.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I do do. <clears throat> would I look at some people funny who like? Say that Kendrick Lamar's "To Pimp a Butterfly" is far too dense, but then they turn around and cheer for a more watered down version of a revolutionary track. I might look, but at but with, but, I, I but I'll, sure tell, it. I'll tell
1: you, I'll tell you this though: that the same people who were saying "To Pimp a Butterfly" was like this or that, like Little Baby, like you said, he pretty much said a lot of the same things in his songs today. But now those people are like conscious to the message, and and sometimes you know the. The messenger is the medium, you know. Like it, it doesn't like the message doesn't matter. The messenger does. So sometimes, hey, the that's timing. what it takes. The yeah, timing. and the time and the timing. Yeah, and because the time. They,
0: they give him. They give Kendrick all the love for damn that he should have got for "To Pimple Butterfly," and they give uh they give Gambino all the love for that bullshit ass uh, funkadelic cover record he did that he should have got for because the internet.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Because he made it land. Yes, no, I, I agree. Like Lee, Lee, like me, is a is is a is a stand of like technique. Um, we talked about this on on the Four Hour Show episode two. Go watch that if you haven't. Um, but yeah, I, I I do think it's imp- Like, cause educating people, like, and this is the point I made to Pat. Like, for all the flack that people give Tupac with enemies and Hennessy, if you <laughs> like, actually. <laughs> Which he doesn't even rhyme that
1: often. Funny <laughs> enough, he
0: does.
1: He's done it like three times. Yeah, like but, only
0: like yeah. only two, three times in his whole career. But like people act like he says it every record. For all the flack that people give Tupac, in a vacuum, Tupac is actually a really good rapper.
1: Go like, listen to Me Against the World. He had bars on Me Against the World. That's like like my favorite podcast. The album. way
0: he can evoke an emotion, the way he can be descriptive, the way he incorporates literary devices, his poetry skills, everything that you would want. And 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 this is another thing I said to Pat. Like DJ Clark Kent said this about because it's funny, uh my chat uh fee brought this up. Talk we were listening to only you, Biggie's verse, where he said, the more I smoke, the smaller the Philly gets. And it's like that's that's not a good lie. But DJ <laughs> Clark Kent said of of Jay and Biggie, Jay says better raps, big said raps better. Mm-hmm. And that's a subtle distinction, but like Jay couldn't say the more I smoke, the smaller the Philly gets and make that
2: shit sound hard. Like, yeah, he could, because he'll biggie. take it right out of Biggie's mouth.
1: <laughs> hey, hey. Let's come on, like, man. Come on, man.
0: Come on, man. Let's, <laughs> let's relax. Let's relax. When I say a big voice, only big up my brother. He only bigging up his brother, man. <laughs> and Wayne did the same shit to him. Like, I I, I hear a Wayne record if be like, really, nigga? <laughs> come
1: on, man. Come on. Like,
0: you, you just hijacked that shit from home. Like, come on, man. Everybody, I used to do that shit all the time.
1: Like this nigga, he'd hear a song like, really, nigga, you just gonna take that J
2: Line? You, you, you be, be still a Nelly Lines. Oh no, I'm saying I was <laughs> still J-Line. Oh, oh no, nah, not me. Him? Uh <laughs> now me and AJ, we, we were uh talking about this earlier. Like like we were talking about Lil Baby, and I'm like, I'm intelligent enough to rap substance. However, when I rap, I don't rap substance. I rap fly, fun, like pretty much if like Nelly, currency, like them is the people. That I would rap with Khalifa. That would be my lane of rap. Like, hey, Boogie, like, he's that's I know he's terrible, but I love that. nigga. Oh, he's, he's, horrible. He's, oh he's, he's so he's horrible, but I love his music though. Like, musically, he make great music to me, and like his subject matter is something that I can relate to. So I listen to him all the time. But it, when I was rapping, that was the type of music I that I made. Like, it would be heavy in the auto tune, heavy in the singing, low in the substance. Like, it would. I mean, like, give, I, if I yourself, think about this and talk about this, huh? Give yourself some credit, man. You got to open up for twisting. I mean, I did, oh, man. Okay,
1: yeah, that's that's a big deal, man. Hype yourself. You know man.
0: what I'm saying? Like he 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 done did some, he done did some things musically. Like don't don't yeah. sell the man short.
2: Don't sell yourself. Well, nah, the but man. I'm just saying, like subject matter wise, I'm not like at at that time when I was like really heavy into rapping in the military. Like I was, pretty much, my life was like a frat party. So I was rapping about frat party stuff, and I was getting money, so I was rapping about getting money. Like, So I don't, I don't like, somebody like Lil Baby, I'm not going to knock him because he getting money and him dropping this song, like, to go back to Cam's uh question, I think it's good because it's going to bring people who wouldn't necessarily listen to a song like that. It's going to bring them into the movement and pull them in because he has a, a wider, maybe a, a broader audience than somebody like, let's say, Kendrick. And yeah, nah, that
1: that actually segues way into another point I want to make. Um like people from up north they they like like you hear the joke about like oh niggas from the south always talk about rims and stuff. Well, I always make this comparison like New York music sounds so aggressive because it sounds like niggas on the train bumping into each other, walking. <laughs> in no, I'm not joking. I'm being serious. And and, and 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 Southern rap sounds like it does because it's made for long car rides. Like it's made for, you know, driving with the windows down. So therefore, like, and, and I always use this example, like T.I., there are very few people on this earth who could, who could, you know, rap better than T.I., but he has only been in 100 percent like for a few verses his career. Why? Because he makes the music that reflects his environment. Like, for people.
0: that's true. But but we can say the same thing for Jay, which is what, like their career. Well, Jay,
1: Jay, Jay is just a different argument because he's like he's like Usain Bolt. But whereas T.I. is just making music for his people. I mean, but
0: I can I can say like there's very few times I've heard T.I. get outrapped on the record, though.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Like he he. Also, but if you
2: like, like technically, like Ti is a a sound rapper. Like if you broke his bars, like his his verses down, technically he'll give you everything you want in a rap, like metaphors, flow, multis. Like he's gonna give you give you all of that in a verse. So it'll be and he punches in a lot too. So I don't know about flow because that nigga do be punching a lot. We we so, we 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 but, t- we. T-
0: me and Lee talked about that. <laughs> the shit,
1: conversation like, about punching. <laughs>
0: When you notice somebody punching in, it's so fucking in. annoying. Like, cause, cause he can tell you. Like, they, there used to be a joke that they, uh, that the niggas we grew up with who rap they used to call me Diddy. Cause, like, even if it wasn't my song, if they like was fl- flowing lazy, I'd be sitting at the computer like, nope, restarting.
1: Nope, nope. <laughs>
0: Nope, we're not doing that. Nope. Say it like this. Nope. Do that. <laughs> and be Like, god damn, did he just say any of your record? I'd be like, so nigga, that's it. I can hear that shit. Like, nigga, if I'ma listen to this shit in the car, I want to make sure that this shit sounds sound. Like <laughs> <That's correct. laughs> But yeah, nah, I I um nah I I, I for the record, I like little baby. I want I want the dude to win. I think he he similar to similar to Thug, thugger who who Ron for years tried to get me to listen that's to. Yeah, no, nah, he's a he's a musical savant.
1: Hmm.
0: Like he has an innate talent that I think if he if he actually got with some niggas who was musical nerds, like Thug Thugger could do some unreal shit if he got with some motherfuckers who was like sound musically to take advantage of what he does with his voice. But and and I love that Good Times record because I used to be mm-hmm. walking around singing that shit without even knowing that was that nigga song. Um, but he don't make music for me, so I ain't finna listen to the nigga. But I can I can respect that the nigga is talented uh and and has a unique skill set same same thing with Lil Baby like that nigga's flow is nice um if if he ever like actually sat down he's someone that I could see making not quite as big but a similar leap like Wayne made from his early albums to when you get that little gap in his career he starts doing a squad up shit hanging with some Philly niggas and then suddenly he's like really like an upper echelon MC. So, which is another which is a we'll we'll save the Wayne conversation for another day. But I do oh, love that,
1: that is an entire episode on his own.
0: Yeah, the, the period that, that everyone loves Wayne is not Wayne's best, and that's all I'm gonna say. Ooh. Again, so- Lil, Lil Wayne, heavy Lil Wayne fan on here. Like he, he he used to listen to a lot of Wayne. Like that. What, what was that? Squad up. 4? Oh yeah,
1: yeah. And, yes. and if, if you wasn't in on the Squad Up tapes, prefix it <laughs> <laughs> then yeah check those out before you listen to that conversation because that's where we're talking that's what we're talking about
2: yeah yes. but, and even though like people give a lot of like a lot of flack to 500 degrees like the songs on there weren't that good but rapping wise like like, like people gonna- when people like give gilly like credit for all wayne's work i'm like you have to listen to lights out and then listen to 500 degrees you can see the transition to the east coast flow and then you see the squad up tapes then you see him just morph into the mc that he is and it only lasts until about carter two and then after that by the time dedication three comes it's like but yeah that's that's for another episode
0: planners i go macadamians (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Go planners. laughs> like, that nigga VX had that one tape where that X's
2: nigga was just
0: phenomenal. He, he said, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit, that bullshit. Yeah, he's the random Moss of hip hop. He's the randy Moss of hip hop, but, 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 he, but we'll get into that another time. Um, all right, next topic. Uh, do, do we want to go uh we're going here? Play PlayStation?
1: Yeah, let's go PlayStation, man.
0: <laughs> what would you do for a PS5? <laughs> I'm gonna go refill my Drake. Chat, uh, Fee, you had a, you had a tweet about uh, what
2: you would do for a PS5. <laughs> Man, you know what? This is this is so crazy. I made a tweet and I said, whose cat I got to lick to get this PS5?" <laughs> just just joking. So, I screenshotted it and put it on my Snapchat. You would not believe how many females were in my inbox like, "Um, well, how much does it cost?" And I'm like, "It was I was just playing." We don't know yet. But it costs. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm assuming it's gonna cost around five hundred dollars. They're like, well, okay, I got the two fifty. Just uh when you gonna come. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was just it was just a joke, man. It was just a joke. Calm down.
1: But but yeah, man. Um, I'm pretty okay, and and I like to say this. I, I'm not like an intense gamer. Like I, I'm the type of person. I get off work. I play an hour of gaming to relax. I, I like to just chill. So I don't care about the frame rates, the teraflops that the Xbox got. Like I, I it's all. And I'll admit this. I I will willingly admit this. It's all about brand loyalty. So I I've had a PlayStation since the first generation. PlayStation is, go- is what I'm going to continue to play. They have the better library. They have the stuff I like. I'm used to, it to, co- to the controller. That's what I'm sticking with.
0: Yeah, now nah, I actually. Yeah. Now nah, go ahead.
2: No, I had a. What did I. What's Xbox? I had an Xbox in Japan. I think the 360. And I got the Red Rings of Death. And I was like, I'll never buy another Xbox. I got a PS3 after that. So. I hey, I
0: see a Nelly quote down there. Yeah. Oh, 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 we 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 know who that is. She going to do it. <laughs> we know who that is.
1: <laughs> I, I, I listen to Hold on, I listen to Cardi B album to again a PS5.
0: My dude Blair, what's up man?
1: Cardi B's all right, man. Not not is It, not it, it, it would at least
0: it would at least like be if you was passively listening to it, like it, you would at least enjoy the the production.
1: I would listen to Nelly's entire discography for a PS Five. Come That's on, you got, you
2: got chill with the Nelly shots. Man. It, it's it's too long. It's after like from one through four. Including Free City, I look well, that's my guy, so I'm gonna listen to it anything. But after that, we start talking about 5.0 and brass knuckles and Moses and Ooh, I oh man, that. ain't no way they stepped on my Jays. Like, I don't know if I want to PS5 <laughs> that, bad, <man. laughs> oh, that stepped on my Jays record it was
0: know. so fucking terrible.
2: <laughs> so oh terrible. man, it was bad. And they was in there with like six rings on. Like, bro, we, nobody even wears those. Why do you <laughs> yeah, but no, nah, I'm not just yeah. And, and then I, you know what's crazy about old rappers when they come back out, they make the longest CDs like bro, we barely want to listen to you, and you got 21 tracks. Why? Yeah, no, Why nobody needs tracks? 24 tracks
1: with, with with seven interludes. Nobody needs that. The Tory, it, no, the Tory Lane's effect. <laughs> Tory, oh, I think, oh man, I think about that Tory Lanez album is it was cool, but like after each song, he had a skit. Why?
0: Like, but because he he was trying to do what Kendrick did, with yeah. butterfly, he just didn't do it as good.
1: Yeah, he, he didn't to, do it. As well.
0: He was trying to like weave the skits into the story, like Kendrick did with uh, uh, good kid Mad city into pimp a butterfly, but that shit just it, nah, like, what?
1: nah, leave, don't, leave, don't. That,
0: leave that for the cats who can actually do that. Um, I was I was an Xbox dude because like we went from we had the first PlayStation, then we got a Dreamcast. <clears throat> We actually had, like, the Black Special Edition Dreamcast, which I'm still mad i let Jordan take that shit. Tori, stay in your, stay length. your length. This <laughs> motherfucker right here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> What's good? What up, Drew? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um, we had the Black Special Edition Dreamcast. <laughs> then we got an Xbox. And then, like, that was, like, the Xbox was, like, the last system our, our mom bought for us. And then I had a 362. And then I was about to get the one. And then, like... Everyone I knew had a PlayStation, so I was like, Well, fuck it, I'm gonna get a PlayStation because I don't have anyone to play this shit with anyway. If I'm on Xbox, like, like Gen-
1: D, D, hold on, sorry, D. <laughs> D. How, how do I block you from this stream? This is man, how do I block you,
2: man? I, I'm not. I'm not having a word with nobody. Nobody who's gonna sing, sing to me and put a pistol on my back and rob <laughs> me. I don't want. I don't want to say nothing to to hey, that man. No, no,
1: you.
0: you I you, have nothing you, you to say. About, you ain't about to have a word with uh. With, with, what's your man's name?
1: Hey, who's, the the
0: the dude who the dude who be singing about killing niggas. The, the, oh,
1: <laughs> bust my gun! Yeah,
0: that nigga.
1: <laughs> when I do, I oh, do, oh, oh, uh, secondary <laughs> oh, yeah. Look, uh, y'all, that's,
0: we was that's so bro. we we went to Club Monster. Show, shout out to Club Monster at Saturn, and we was outside on the patio in the fucking rain, and these niggas was like, "Yo." you need to listen to Tim vocals. Ron's telling me about it. And then he's like, Yeah, yeah, You ain't never heard of Tim Vocals. And I'm like, how do these two niggas on the opposite end of the spectrum both know about fucking? I forgot Ron's a hood rat on the low. <laughs>
1: what can I say? What can I say?
0: And I went listen, I was like, yo, this is the most spot. Like this nigga really sing about. Like shoot yes. niggas and this shit
2: is so fucking fire. Bro, he got a remix. Uh what's that trash dude he be rapping with? Start with an e Noki or something. He's he oh he's he's terrible, but they got a remix to uh TLC's creep, like her be that. singing it live. Oh heard, man, heard, super fire, super fire.
0: Yeah, ten, 10 vocals need to come back out, man. With well, the street, the streets need that.
1: Yeah, the streets need some vocals, yeah, man.
0: Need need more grime and be. <laughs> <laughs> What, what what did Drew say? And he might burn your
1: house down too. Everybody
2: you burn life, your yeah. house down. I didn't talk about life, Jennings, bro. Oh, life pulled yeah, to We left gotta, left gotta out? get life out of here. I mean,
1: life his first album was him right inmate. So I mean, you should have known from the jump. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah.
0: You should yeah. like
1: he, he, he tried to let you know as soon as he came into the game. Yeah, man.
0: yeah, yeah. Speaking it's of, like, speaking, don't make, don't
1: make me go back.
0: Speaking of former inmates making bad decisions. The fuck is this nigga Akon doing?
1: <laughs> oh, man. Yo, like, man,
2: I'm so disappointed in him. Like, <laughs> hey, come on, man. Hey, funny enough. and I, I re- Go go ahead. And I respect, like, Styles P response to it. Like, he promoted his brand, like, in response to it. And he ain't really shit on Akon. I probably would have shit on Akon for that, but... I,
1: I would have, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, nah, I definitely would have. But, like, funny enough, like, Locked Up <clears throat> is, is hilarious because... When he went off to college, he was known for like negotiating, a.k.a. arguing with our mom, but in a way that wouldn't get him in trouble. So we moved into this house and there were three bedrooms upstairs in this big old basement downstairs. So my mom was like, yo, I want the basement. And we like, yo, what do you mean? Like you already said, we she she made a rule that we couldn't chill in the family room. It was only for decoration. She had finally got the living room that we couldn't chill in. So we like, so what are we going to do to hang out? And she's like, oh, y'all can just use the master bedroom. And I'm like, this little eight by nine bed. So we went upstairs with our mm. little studio and started singing, locked up by eight. He <laughs> <laughs> said we in an eight by nine studio, and the whole the whole theme of it was, man, I was, man, I wish, man, man, I wish he was here because because he would have argued against it, and he would have. And then so what happened is, the basement was way too cold, so she didn't end up wanting to sleep down there. So he came home from school. We started sharing a room and we was arguing so much that my mom just gave him the whole basement. So I'm like, oh, great. Now his room is the hangout crib, too. (laughs) So so if I ever wanted to go downstairs and record a verse, I had to get his permission to do so. (laughs) Because his room was where the studio was.
1: I just thought about that was actually the dance. He was like, they was all in the video. Oh,
0: man. But yeah, uh, what would I do for a P- I don't know. I think I'm gonna get the digital joint, but I don't know, man. I, I might gotta make some dirty Mac calls on, on you know the, you know, I, y'all know I had to throw a dirty Mac. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what that price point is. Again, it it's getting got. That's all okay. I know.
2: I think yeah, I'm. Gonna I really just want them to. Though. I really just want them to set it and put the uh, pre-order out so I can just go ahead and put all my the money down on it I need to and just exactly. when it come out, just walk up in there and get it without having to stand in line.
1: Exactly. See, see, my, my theory is that they're trying to undercut Xbox because yep. everybody thought no, the pre-order no. was coming out. But no, as no, soon no, as no, Xbox no. dropped their price, they're like, oh, our console is $100 cheaper.
0: Yeah, because what they're going to do is they're going to try to – they're probably going to do like a 50 to to $100 price difference with
1: the mm-hmm. digital and the
0: hard copy. Point.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I ain't bought a hard copy game and I don't know how long. Like, I it ain't like GameStop. Like, I mean, it's artists, not like you
1: get a good trade in anyway. Yeah, so.
0: like GameStop don't really give you shit for, yeah. for the physical anyway, so you might as well just buy purely digital. Like, I don't really see a reason to buy the we'll,
1: digital we'll for, give you 71 for cents for this game you bought two months ago.
0: Yeah, like you whole ass niggas. Like, here's five dollars for this Xbox One that came out last year. Like, you bitch ass <laughs> niggas. Like, I'm so glad and then the they're GameStop. gonna
1: resell it for, for 300 exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm $50 so on these, the retail. I'm
0: glad these niggas going bankrupt. I feel bad for the employees because mo, most of the GameStop employees I've met have actually been cool people.
1: Yeah, is just is the corporation, yeah.
0: As far as like they business practices, like, nah, y'all should have been doing right by people, you bitch-ass niggas. That's why y'all yeah, should have
1: been doing, doing, right. been doing right by people. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right. So uh, last topic, <clears throat> Dave Chappelle's eight minutes and 46 seconds or 846 it was not what I was expecting, but
1: I was, I was not captivated
0: nonetheless.
1: Yeah, so I woke up early this morning, um, you know, checked Twitter, and people was like, Oh, that's a, a Chappelle special dropped. I was like, i had timing, but I'm pretty sure I know what it's about. Um, he told like not even two jokes, one and, yeah. and a half jokes, but it's yeah. the best thing he's done in a while. It's so, um, it's so timely. It was, it was, it was captivating, man. I could not look away, and um, when he like when he and that's the thing, when he dropped his punchline, his punchline was not a joke, but when he dropped his punchline, I was like, Oh right. Shit, man,
0: right at the very uh, end,
1: yes, yes, like he, he, he's and people need to understand this. Um, Dave Chappelle has mastered, um, a, a basically a, a plateau where most comedians haven't gone. Most comedians they set up the joke and then tell you the joke, Dave Chappelle. He he takes you on a journey. He's he's now a storyteller, and he but he tells you jokes along the way. Like his specials are like they're specials. Like it's not just a combination of jokes. Like he's like they actually have a theme. They have a point. So um, what Dave Chappelle did today like was just masterful. Like I like I said, man, I could not look away, and it was it was amazing.
0: I don't know of one single comedian that could have got on stage for. <clears throat> the better part of 25 minutes and ranted like that while weaving in these small seemingly innocuous details about his own story
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it hitting like that mm-hmm. without laughing one time and being like okay yo this dude's a genius like that was some that was some wizardry and a masterclass class and how you keep an audience captivated like for a battle rap fan it's it's the elongated equivalent of Hitman Holler versus John John the Don when Hitman Holler gets up on stage and goes, I'm teaching a little nigga how to control the room. Like Dave Chappelle basically did that for 27 minutes. And when the punchline finally hit, and he gets up the, the quote unquote punchline, because it's not really a punchline. Right. But when it finally hits, you like god damn, he really just did that. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't mad that I did, that I like half laughed. an entire 27 minutes that shit was captivating it was necessary Mm -hmm. and it was neat like that's how you use your platform to create artistry and he got every point that he needed across that shit was amazing
1: yeah and he made the point that um basically that because we we made this we made this point a while back like two episodes ago like people have to use their tools during this protest to protest how they do Mm-hmm. He basically said, Don't expect me to say anything, but I'm going to use the tools I have to get my message across. And that's exactly what he did. Um, De Chappelle marching in the streets, cool, Dave Chappelle marching in the streets. But what he did today was was, was powerful. Like people and um it, it's crazy to say like something is going to be like a, a classic, like in real time, but people really are going to look back on this special like five years from now and be like, okay, this is this is the moment. This is it.
0: This is how you do it. That's just mm-hmm. crazy.
1: Right. You,
2: you you chiming in? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just I think one of the, the um the important things I took away from it was when he was um telling people like like I'm not in the streets. The people are in the streets, so I don't mm-hmm. need to be out here getting in the streets, taking all the credit for the for the work that the people out here in the streets are doing. I think more celebrities I mean unless you like somebody like J. Cole who's actually in the streets and has been there time and time again. Like I don't, I understand why we ask people look to celebrities to go into the streets. Like, like Dave Chappelle did, use your platform to do something else and reach your audience in a different way. You come to the streets. I mean, it might help, but most of the time it's for a PR look. So the way he did it and the way he taxed it, I like. I thought it was thought it was brilliant.
0: Yeah, like it. It, w- it was. <clears throat> When when once he got to the point about his birth time being 846, I was like, okay, I, I see what he's doing. I still did, I still did not see the quote unquote punchline coming like mm-hmm. when he finally dropped it. But once he did that, I was like, okay, I, I kind of see where he's going with this. And like I said, man, it was just a mat like those people were out with masks on in the heat, and not one of them looked disappointed about the fact that they mm-hmm. didn't get a traditional Dave Chappelle stand-up. Like he was basically up there preaching and using his platform. It's we were talking about this before we got on, but there's a band called uh, there's a metal band called Issues. Um, They are uh, two of the founding members are black twin brothers. Uh, Their lead singer, their lead singer is openly bisexual. Um, Their guitarist, I think, is 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 Latino. They're a melting pot of of what goes on. Right before I got on here, I was watching their drummer on Twitch who I got a chance to meet in Charlotte because their front of house engineer is a good friend of mine dating back to Birmingham. They have been all using their platform to like raise money to get people out of jail who have been protesting to donate to all the foundations. Like they're not out in the streets per se, but this, this guy just went on Twitch and drummed through their album stuff that he normally gets paid for and raised almost three thousand dollars for black lives matter like that's a way that you can use your platform Mm -hmm. to be impactful and he's not out like in the streets marching or you know being radical online he 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 has links in his bio but he's actually doing something that's going to benefit people in real time and those are the things that's what we need people that are celebrities to do and he's and and he might not be a quote-unquote celebrity but that's just like a a person like that i've been in arms reach of that i've talked to that i've had with that I've had conversations with, who is famous enough that he can do something impactful. And that to me, is what we need celebrities to do. Like it's
1: yeah. <laughs> this this takes me back to the um, the the Toni Morrison documentary that was just released a while ago. She um she was the editor for Angela Davis's um, biography, and she said Angela Davis is the one in the street. She's the she's the mouthpiece. She's the one saying the message this is how I protest I, I help her get her message out I make her message as strong as it could be so so like you said that drummer he's like hey like this is what I can do to get the message out there so so like I said everybody plays a part in this somebody has to record the history somebody has to take pictures somebody I mean somebody ha- like somebody like Dave Chappelle has to use his platform Th- like people have to use their skills to you know further this movement. And and yeah, I mean, there are going to be, you know, boots on the ground, but at the same time, you know like like what we're doing here like i mean we when we do this and we put it out on youtube like people are watching it and we're getting information out and hopefully we're reaching people that that this information will would normally wouldn't get to so so like i said there are different lanes different avenues for like protests and and everybody gotta you know because when you do that you present a unifier front you know you're not just coming in in one way if you're doing different things that coming from different directions
0: yeah, like I, <clears throat> I was talking to someone who felt bad about not protesting. And I was like, listen, you can't go protest because you got a job. Like there needs to be money to get people out of jail to buy supplies for. Like I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attempt to do a supply run, to drop off for some of the people in Charlotte who have been out here protesting. But like <clears throat> another thing that this band did, and I was I was telling them about it before we got on. They have a song called Blue Wall, which is about police brutality. So they created a shirt with the lyric from that song that says, how many have to die to put it into the crooked swan? It's twenty bucks on their website, issuesrock.us, If you want to buy it, but it's twenty bucks. But all the proceeds are again going to so you having a job but not being able to protest. You can still donate and do little small things to like help out the movement. Like everybody has a part to play. Knowing people is a skill. Being able to get people together is a skill. Being able to mm-hmm. articulately deliver inf- uh, information is a skill. Dissemination of information is how movement spread. Like you, need, mm-hmm. you need that. It's a vital part and. Like you might think this is small, but like last week I, I I was texting, I was texting Fee and I was telling him, like, yo, every every episode, like someone hits me and is like, yo, what, where, where's where's fee at? Where's he gonna be? And he thought it was a small thing, but I was like, nah, you represent like a voice of this blog website thing that we've been doing for the past few years that isn't normally represented on here. That's a big thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: someone who isn't who hasn't been on social media through the radicalization of black people and everything that has gone on since Mike Brown and Ferguson. Like, he represents a part of of the world that needs a voice and we should represent that voice on this platform so him being here is no small thing like yeah we grew up in the same household but we have very different experiences our lives right. are very different the just through the simple thing is like the order which with, with which we were born in I discussed that again on on the four eye show where I talk about but, like everyone has a role to play it's just being present and being willing to like lend your voice to something one two three four people that means- over time and that's like the thing that, that black people have to understand is like not everybody's going to be Dr. King, not everybody's going to be Tupac, not everybody's going to be Malcolm X, not everybody's going to be Kendrick Lamar, not everybody's going to be Jake Hope. Sometimes it's the people on the ground that can inspire change and, and create change and that's what we've been seeing over the past couple months. NASCAR is out here with a Black Lives Matter car. Like,
1: yeah. That's wild.
2: That's wild. The Nike is giving employees June off. Twitter too, like that's crazy. Twitter too, yeah.
1: Never would have seen it coming. Ever. Never, never. And if
0: you don't know what Juneteenth is, everyone, June nineteenth is the day that what, what is it? The Emancipation Proclamation was
1: signed. It's no, movement. it's um okay. So June, I, I, I know it's about Juneteenth it. is is when the last state freed their slaves, which is okay. Texas. So cool. so yeah, that's Juneteenth because um because um I think it was I. I think it was three years prior that it was signed, and but the last slaves were freed in, um, okay. you know, on June nineteenth of that year.
0: So Juneteenth is about abolition, because like, mm-hmm. someone brought up the point. They were like, "Black people don't really celebrate Fourth of July as much as we just cook in." gather with one another. Yeah, it's, it's
1: it's time off. So yeah. and th- that's the only reason why is because it's in the summer. It's a convenient time to get everybody together because everybody's off. People usually have family reunions. But yeah, just imagine if we had June T F off and we could actually celebrate that.
0: Yeah like that like that would be a big thing. Like
2: um I, I know it's just like Memorial Day we don't we don't necessarily celebrate Memorial Day but you're gonna get that time off and same with fourth of July and Labor Day. It's like
0: the and, and beginning even,
2: of summer, the middle of summer, and the end of summer.
0: And even Veterans Day to an extent. Yeah, shout <laughs> out. Really, Drew? I, 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 <laughs> you know what? I'm going to let him have that. So if you don't know, that that is our – I won't say his full name, but that is our friend Drew, who is genuinely one of the smartest people I've ever met. Um, we have known him since 1996. Is that is that right? He, he he graduated yeah. with my brother, but we've known him since like '96. Um, someone that we have known for 24 years now. Uh, he he is he is he is um, he could have been Huey Freeman if he wanted to be. I'll say that.
2: Man, let me tell you <laughs> a, a quick story about him. Like we were in honors classes in high school, and you know when you were in honors classes, an uh, honors A is like weighted wait, more, but an honors B is the same as a regular A. So. Man, this fool, like my freshman year, I was getting all A's. And then he talked to me. He was like, man, why you working so hard? You don't need honors A's. Man, you can just get honors B's, and it's the same as having a regular A. I was <laughs> never the same after that because I just started settling seen. for honors B's. Honors B's.
0: So let me tell y'all the first story I remember about him. So y'all know um, the the, the Ghost Town DJ's joint my mm-hmm. His name is not Drew, but he goes by. Well, and that's not what I knew him as. So my brother came home and was like, yeah, man. Drew be at school singing at night. I think of Drew. <laughs> <laughs> so every time I hear that record, I instinctively hear him singing. At night, I think of Drew, and I'm like, really, Drew? <laughs> like 96 or 97? One of those. but but Drew is Drew is great people, man. <laughs> He's laughing at that. Drew <laughs> Drew Drew is good people, man. We have we have known him for a, for a very long time. Um, one of the few people that we know that's still in. Uh, Dayton, Ohio where we grew up but um yeah yeah he he's 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 genuinely a smart a smart person even though he can be uh a little bit of a of a dick sometimes but it's it's, it's all <laughs> it's all fun and it's all up can we all well I mean
1: no, I mean I, you know I,
0: as, as I tell people all the time uh whatever negative traits they attribute to me I just like hey this is, I get it from yes. my yeah. I get it from my brother you know <laughs> what what kind of nigga are you?
1: The, the
2: kind
0: of nigga you are. Nigga, what are you talking about?
2: <laughs> That's a good comeback.
0: <laughs> the the <laughs> same way you you said, you know, we just we just say we smart as each other, but you know, I just choose not to rap at that level. We are both like similar levels of assholes. I just choose not to be an asshole at that level. Like we can, we can all go back to the Black Planet episode we did and like hear his story from Japan.
1: Back yeah, and fair point. Ahead. Yeah, and here yeah, fair point. <laughs> fair point.
0: If 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 you, wow. if you, I I tell people all the time. We I I growing up, I thought that we were. This is a funny anecdote about him, but it's two that is Thanksgiving of two thousand nine. Were you in Montana or in Japan?
2: Montana.
0: He flies in from Montana, and I've never heard shut bow slander before. Fee, what does that mean? <laughs> oh oh. I, oh He mean short uh, does he mean skip both both the Bo
2: family was man oh
0: anyway so I used to always think we were opposite so uh November of 2009 he flew in uh to Atlanta I I was I had been up since like six in the morning I worked at academy sports so it's, it's Christmas time so I went to to go pick him up from Atlanta, me and a girl that I ended up dating. And so we get uh, there were a whole series of hijinks before this, but we get to the airport where he gets off the plane and I was like, "Oh, there my brother is." And she was like, "How do you know?" I was like, "Well, if I wear black all the time and my brother is my opposite, what do you think he wears all the time?" And this nigga had on like a pastel yellow and green <laughs> shirt. <laughs> <laughs> just to be on the plane, some
2: Easter forces. East,
0: yeah,
2: Easter <laughs> forces.
0: Jeans where the stitching matched the shit. Like just some, just some, just some extravagant <laughs> and, I, and I was just known for wearing black all the time. And I was like, I can see him right over there. Like I, my prescription was way out of date. <laughs> if there was a nigga that was gonna be wearing pastel yellow close to Thanksgiving uh, on the airplane, it was gonna be this nigga.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so but as i got as i got older i realized we're not opposites we're just two sides of the same coin we're very similar but our differences are um do we got do we got anything else anything else i want to discuss we're actually at under an hour we, we did good this episode
1: yeah that's that's all i got man oh
0: he said such a beautiful
2: slander Hey Jay, so you, you went too deep in that cup this time
0: What you over there drinking? Nah, don't be looking around, nigga. Look what you over there
1: drinking?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, on, on that, that hidden dog. That, that
1: hidden dog. Oh, yeah. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm on. I'm on the Remy XO. So
1: I'm on water. That's all. Where I are. you get some from? Big money. I I, I
0: cop some. Uh, I copped some 1738 today because I'm gonna make some wing sauce with that. But uh they, they wait you gonna
1: make wing sauce with 1738? Yeah,
0: it's it's the only it's, it's the only upper upper shelf brand of yak I ain't made wing sauce with. I, I did say about say I, I,
1: I, must say I big money girl.
0: I mean, you know, I I I fucking donated <laughs> yeah, like I have been donating like mad money to like all these causes and shit all week. I was like, fuck it, I I I might as well. Like I was gonna get the four roses, uh small batch select. But they Whoa. had the, they had the
1: 1738 with a little pint of XO for 50. So I was like, I'll be free. well,
2: you know, for 50,
0: where you get that at At the ABC store, like right around the corner. Hey, man. Of the
2: hey can you get that? At, can you get that and send it to me? Because I don't got that where I'm at. I need that. 1738.
1: I give you. I mean that, you that, that with is, little with the pint of XO, that. I'll send it to you. I was about to say that is like a, a federal charge. So so be warned.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll see. i see if
0: they got some more.
1: I mean, no, depending sure. on depending on where you live, that's a federal charge. So just be warned.
0: I, I, he gonna be up here. Y'all still coming up here for uh, young Zoe's birthday, right?
2: Yeah, what's like the
0: 27th, 23rd. Well, I'll talk to you offline about uh, it. How, how, yeah. how, how many of your brood yeah. you? is it only Katie
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I we'll, we'll discuss the details offline, but
0: but yeah, because I was gonna say, if it's, if it's only him, y'all can crash with me, there ain't no big deal, so you don't have to spend money on the hotel, but we'll talk about that offline, but um. But yeah, because yeah, I got to tell you something that mom told me that Roach to. Roach saying Yeah, um, so if it's nothing else, um, finally first time with a full house on politics as usual um, Hopefully this thing will will continue um, Welcome Fee to the KWC fam uh, He has already taken over the title Phoenix One in the group chat but <laughs> the child Man,
2: I changed my name just for you <laughs> my guy
0: No, I'm talking about D calling you Phoenix One <laughs>
2: I, I, uh, I can't help what other people call me now. I can't help that, sir. I can't I, I help mean, it. Man, you, you,
0: you know I don't really care. But, you know, um, make sure you check out the all the podcasts we got going. Ronnie and Ryan have a an election 2020 miniseries that's going on. Which they are trying to get like a very big guest on. I won't. Oh yeah, that. yeah.
1: Um, we we might have something. Um, also shout out to Matt Rogers from Politodope. He was on the previous yeah, episode. On you on can catch Facebook that at, on the YouTube page. But we might have somebody really big on the next episode. So keep keep looking out. Also, let me while I'm plugging things. Um, D and I, um, Lady D. She, um, we also do, um, insecure recaps. But for the finale, we are going to do a live reaction show immediately. After the episode, so once the episode ends, go to our that's YouTube dope. page, and we're going to do a live reaction show.
2: What you say? What you say, I said, "Oh, that's dope. It's, it's, I, I like this season of Insecure." Yeah, I've never. Oh seen yeah,
1: it's been it's, it's been a dope season. Yeah. um it's Yeah, dope.
0: we got that. um The uh, I guess yeah, because the the election miniseries is standing in for don't call the podcast. Right, right, right. I, I got the four eyes show going right now. um uh, I just did a really good episode with Lee, our guy, Cleverly Dope. Make sure you check that out, man. That was one of the most fun episodes that I've done. I've got another episode with the, t- with the known timeline, Terrors, coming. That should be pretty fun. That'll be dropping Monday. We recorded that last week. I uh, already mixed the audio. And then I'm uh, I'm doing an episode this week with our guy, Chuck, the CSJR. We'll probably be talking about video games, hip-hop, all sorts of fun shit. And then upcoming, I've got a special episode dedicated um, to the anniversary of one of my favorite albums. Uh, actually, an album my brother introduced me to. Strangely enough, uh, Maroon Five songs about Jane. I'm going to talk about my long-standing theory on that. I'm going to break down the entire album um, based on that theory, track by track, including song lyrics. Um, and yeah, like we we got some dope stuff coming. Uh, you 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 want to plug anything?
2: Hey. Oh no, I'm good, man.
0: You sure you don't you don't want to do your own podcasting? You know, we we got a network. <laughs>
2: I don't even have no no ideas and I don't even know what I would talk about. So it, it'll 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 be coming near the end of it near the end of 2020.
0: God, I keep telling you, you you have a niche, you just gotta find it. Like it's, it's plenty of shit, but we'll we'll get to that another day. Um yeah, make sure you check out kidsworkcrowns.com. Follow us on Twitter at the KWC blog. You can follow me at Four Eyes, the Roman numeral four underscore eyes. You can follow my brother at Fee. Is it underscore fresh or is it all one word? Not one
2: word. Fee fresh.
0: All all one word. Fee fresh. uh, The the sounds are with a ph. So fee fresh, just with a ph at the start of both of those letters. Um, And yeah, man, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We are everywhere. Uh, we are on Spotify. We are on Anchor. We are on Google Music. We are on Apple Music. Everywhere that you can get a podcast, we are there. The 4 I show is the same. Again, we got a new episode coming Monday. We got a couple new episodes coming in the coming weeks. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Stay tuned, Make sure you go on the YouTube. Again, you see it scrolling at the bottom, the KBC blog. And we appreciate everyone that took the time out to make a comment. Uh, Shout outs to my guy Blair killer cam shout outs to lee shout outs to d shout outs to drew and everybody else that's watching songs about grant jane is a classic that's why we're gonna be talking about it man that's one of my five albums i'm taking on the desert island with me or five albums if you told me i can't listen to anything but those it's one of the ones that's on there but yeah man that is it uh make sure you check us out appreciate everybody joining us for ron and for fee i am aj we are signing off
1: Peace. peace